This is Jim Minion from Two Loose Screws. I'm listening to Barbecue Central. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me. Fine. How you want? <laughs> you have a great show. I'm a big fan. Boing. So what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono! It's all about the Charbono, dude! Succulent fish! What? He ate two feet for wiener. Oh listen, Lavernius, shut your face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Top men. Yeah, just like that, we are into the second hour. Welcome aboard. It's the Barbecue Central Show. We talk about live fire barbecue and grilling items or anything else that's important. For instance, the breaking news that just happened before the show went live, actually a few hours before the show went live, Emily Detweiler, CEO of KCBS, has tendered her resignation. She will finish out the rest of the month, and that will be it as her time as CEO of KCBS. We will have her on the first Tuesday at the 10.14 p.m. Eastern segment, the first Tuesday in August, and the cooking guy is usually in that segment. He'll be here in about 12 minutes from now, and uh, he will be in Canada, not able to make it, and luckily we'll be able to backfill very, very nicely with the former CEO of KCBS, Emily Detweiler. This show is being brought to you from right here in Palm City, USA, Cleveland. As I had mentioned, still to come on this show tonight, saying the cooking guy and closing out the show in the proverbial food bullpen, Bill Oakley, the official fast food reviewer of this show and fast food reviewer and critic on his own, that Bill Oakley on Instagram if you want to follow him over there. Don't forget you can follow me socially at BBQ Central Show on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Snapchat slash BBQ Central Show on Facebook and Twitch for a video feed. Also, slash RD Rempe on YouTube for a video feed and a quite lively chat going on. We're also audibly available on Clubhouse as well. Now, should I do this in advance just to see why not? I'm going to throw caution to the wind and invite my pal Johnny Mac here. John, can you hear me? Hi, Greg. Hey, it worked this week. <laughs> well, great. All right. Well, you, uh, of course, are a previous winner. So if uh, Rod Schrader is continuing to hang around, we'll see if he wants to play first. And if not, we'll get you back up on stage and see if you can't win another round of what the Sam like best. So if you don't mind, I will move you back to the audience and we'll keep our fingers crossed that over the next handful of minutes, the connection doesn't drop from Clubhouse, but it seems to be a, a finicky piece of software to say the least or the best. Uh, where are we at? Coming up on the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less this Friday, episode 236. We'll hit the podcast feed, taking you back to July 1st, 2014, where we feature Pitmaster of Simply Marvelous, the genie Steph Franklin. You might find it interesting to note as you will hear in the show, that Big Mista, one of the original fans and guests here on this show. Neil, what's up? 
husband of the ghetto country brand mother, by the way, who's also been on the show, Mrs. Mista, who she was known formally. Uh, Neil was actually the one responsible for introducing Steph to competition barbecue back in the day. Neil was a pretty big name on the competition scene back in the day. Also, uh, one who was really into utilizing farmer's markets where he was in uh, South LA. Um, I think he was at the Watts uh, and other farmer's markets around that general area, uh, really utilizing, uh, I would say exploiting, but only in a good sense of getting his barbecue out into an area that perhaps wasn't really utilized as much. Uh, but again, a huge name back in the day since kind of gotten out of that portion of the industry, still cooking, but really not a force in the barbecue world anymore. So anyway, we learn about Steph's catering business and how he also got into the rub business for years. Simply marvelous and Big Papa Smoker's rubs were linked together because they made up the very popular West Coast offense. There was always a lot of talk about what is the West Coast offense. As the years have worn on, it has become more and more apparent that as long as you used Big Papa Smoker's rubs and Simply Marvelous rubs in some combination, that was in essence a West Coast offense and the flavor profile, uh, many different cooks we're using at that point, still do currently, and, and doing really well at it. So if you are familiar with the Genie, this is a show you want to check out. And don't forget, if there's a guest or a segment that you want to hear again that's been lost in the archives, email John and let him know what you would like to hear. J-O-N at thebbqcentralshow.com. Upcoming shows for the rest of this month include first-time visits with famed writer Larry Olmstead. Jonathan Jones for the first time as well. Leanne Whippin on to talk about Barbecue Hall of Fame. Jess Pryles will be here. Obviously, uh, Sam the Cooking Guy coming up here in just a few short moments. But we have a ton of other great stuff coming up for the rest of the month. So stay tuned for that. Now, well, I was going to mention that I have just locked up my deal with the folks over at Hartville Hardware for the Grill Fest 2022. That'll take place September 17th. More on that to come. But my deal is locked in. Uh, I believe DivaQ will also be there, and I will talk about some other guests, and perhaps I will have those other guests on to talk about it as the event draws closer. Again, that's September 17th. That's a Saturday. I will be there all day emceeing, interacting with the live demos. It's going to be great. But here's what we really want to talk about this evening. As I had mentioned on the way out of the first hour and coming into the second hour, the Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Eating Contest took place July 4th, of course. Joey Chestnut took part in that, of course, and won again. His 15th in a row. Now, last year, did he do 76 hot dogs and buns? Not 54. He ate 76 wieners? <laughs> yes. This year, I think it was 64, there was a lot of talk about how he was so much further ahead than everybody else at the mid-50s. He just put it on cruise control. It was hot. The weather wasn't perfect for him. And he has talked about it on this show that there are perfect eating weather conditions for him, especially when it comes to the hot dog, because as he had said, he's not somebody that eats waits for the competition to end, and then goes offload the hull. He actually lays down for a number of hours afterwards and digests all of the hot dogs, all of the buns, all of the water, all naturally. 
He doesn't throw up. Doesn't do his own reversal of fortune. Nothing. So this is what happens when you do it the right way. You have to lay down and take a few hours off. Let all 10,000 calories and 8 pounds or whatever he put on in a 10-minute frame, which seems very unhealthy, but he goes to the doctor six times a year, gets checked out routinely, and this isn't the only eating contest that he does. He does a number of them a year. He's like the Tiger Woods of competitive eating. They pay for him to go places. They give an appearance fee, and then if he wins, he also gets that money. So he's very good at what he does. He's the most well-known competitive eater. But who gives a crap about all of that? I'm going to switch screens now. So you won't see. Actually, I'll overlay myself at the top right here. At this stage of the competition, you can see uh, Joey here. You can see my cursor rolling around. Here's Joey right here. He's got 16 hot dogs down at the time to the left of him, or I guess that would be to his right. Somebody's at 10. There's a couple other guys at 12. So at worst, he's four ahead. At best, he's six ahead of the nearest competitors. So he's well on his way. He's 40 away from the number he ends up attaining. But what do you think happens? Well, if you missed it, here's exactly what happens. Somebody comes in, bumps Joey, but wait, boom, boom. What the hell just happened there? If you missed it again, there's obviously a protester. Here he comes. If you're missing it, he's right here in the middle in between Joey and this guy. He's got a sign that says some kind of nonsense, getting his message out. He probably thinks he's a pretty cool guy. Maybe there's some gal in the audience that's like, you won't do it, and if you do it, I'm going to lay down for you. I mean, who knows? Uh This guy, so invested in getting that sign out in front of the television, bumps Joey Chestnut. Almost knocks him to the ground. Look at this. Boom. Knocks him off his pedal. Now, keep in mind, Joey Chestnut working on a torn Achilles. He shows up in a boot and crutches. He's a hobbled man. Gets bumped. Almost goes to the ground. Joey does not even... Blink an eyelash after he gets his wits about him as I roll it back here. Here's a guy at this stage. This guy thinks, man, I am pretty cool right now. I get my message out, expose Mythfield's Death Star. I think it was uh, a protesting of actually Smithfield, which is sponsor of this show. So, of course, we hate that. But this guy's feeling pretty good about himself right now. And then... Right about here where Joey gets his wits about him. Right arm goes right around his throat. And then right about here, this guy realizes that maybe getting laid and getting his point across is not the best idea that he's ever had. Because Joey Chestnut is now not putting the jaws around the hot dogs or glizzies, as I've been told they're called. He is now putting a chokehold, a death chokehold on this guy, and then proceeds to rip as hard as he can to the right. I can't confirm this. I looked up all over the internet. I'm pretty sure that Joey Chestnut killed this guy. If this isn't the textbook look of every movie of some hero or villain breaking some guy's neck, With a quick turn to the right, 
I don't know what it is. Plus, the guy falls down and you never see him get up. Take a quick look at this. Bump, right, snap, and then boom, down he goes. You don't see him get up. He falls right down with a snapped neck. He's probably paralyzed. What have we learned from this? Joey Chestnut is not to be played with. Torn Achilles, showing up in a boot, on crutches, 17 dogs in, bump, right arm around the neck, break your neck. If that isn't the most unbelievable piece of footage that I have ever seen, who cares that he put? And then he got down to eating 40 more hot dogs after that? A mere bump in the action. You bumped me. I just broke your neck. And now I'm going to get back to eating 40 more hot dogs. It's insane. I can't believe that happened. Didn't even think twice. He probably saw the Darth Vader mask and was like, this guy's a complete douche. I can take him. So he did. Wow. That's some of the most impressive competitive eating, non-competitive eating footage I have ever seen in my life. And I would love to get Joey Chestnut back on the show. Who cares about the hot dogs? I want to talk about how he broke that guy's neck. Broke his neck? Wow. Sam, the cooking guy, I'm sure, has a thought or two about Joey Chestnut breaking some guy's neck on record and then eating 40 more hot dogs just to pass the time. Before we get to Sam, Yoder Smokers designs and builds all of their products right here in the States and building pride through craftsmanship and world-class customer service is the backbone of how they've built the company. This approach translates into what can be a truly bespoke-style product that elevates gatherings with friends and family, honored to have a trusted place in the backyards of America. From pellet grills to wood-fueled offset pits or charcoal grills, consistent blue ribbon flavor has become synonymous with Yoder Smoker's name. Make no mistake, Yoder Smoker's flavor-driven design is unique to each style of pit, and the team has developed their cookers to perform time and time again while outlasting the competition for generations to come. It's this generational thought that's rooted in the handmade products and defines the integrity of the core values, handmade quality, and endless flavor. The benchmarks of Yoder Smokers. Visit Yodersmokers.com and grab yours today. We are back with Sam the Cooking Guy right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Presented by the Ryder Deluxe Pellet Grills from Oklahoma Joe's. Stern, Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Greg Rampey. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. Welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Pit Barrel Cooker, the most unbelievable outdoor cooking device on the planet, currently available in three sizes and a host of accessories. Whether you're just a beginner or you're a seasoned professional, definitely cook your one add to the arsenal. Visit Pit Barrel Cooker. Com and tell them the Barbecue Central Show sent you. My next guest is a YouTube cooking sensation with 3.34 million YouTube subscribers at last check. He has won many Emmys. He once told Hoda Kape and Kathy Lee Gifford to pay attention one minute and is in the Barbecue Central Show's guest hall of fame. Let's head to the 
Oklahoma Joe's Rider DLX Pellet Grills Hotline. And welcome back, friend of the show, Sam, the cooking guy. Hey, Sam. Friend of the show. I love that, man. Yeah, I always like to say friend of the show. Anybody that's ever no, been on the show once and then once, comes back on again. It takes, once. Well, once, but then wait, you have to come wait, back wait, on wait. again. I mean, you could have like a huge asshole on this show. And if they were only on once, but were an asshole. No. no. They would be a friend of the show. You have to be on once and then come back. So then yes, you are a friend if he, of if the show. If the guy's an asshole, if, if the guy or woman is an asshole yep. the first time. Well, then I wouldn't have him back on. Back a second time. Wait a minute. Maybe they're good entertainment. I mean, you better be really good entertainment, like better than Sam the Cooking Guy or hey, listen, you name it. I asked Hoda Copy to and Kathy Gifford to stop talking, and I thought <laughs> that would be my end of the my appearances on the Today Show. That was my second time. I went back 10 more times because they recognized that I was fun and maybe a little out of the box, but good entertainment. Hmm. I just didn't go back with... Hoda or Kathy Lee. So you might have a guy on that's a complete asshole. You choose to have him back because he's controversial. Look, like uh, like when Meathead uh, you know falls asleep or you know what? Maybe it's good entertainment. Yeah, that kind of thing. So you have the person on. If they're an asshole, are they still a friend of the show, or are they then an asshole friend of the show? Well, in the way you're describing, if they're an a hole to me. Go then ahead. no, you're not coming back on the show, and you're definitely yeah, not a yeah. friend of the show. But again, if you're being bristly or you're controversial or you're irreverent, that's a term I like to use, and maybe yes, you've I offended listeners, then yes, yeah, you ahead. are a okay, friend yeah. of the show good, the next good, time you're on. Good, Why not? Good, good, a lot of people good. find Derek Riches to be Happy. bristly. I have him on monthly, and I like he's a friend yeah, of the he's, show. Uh, he's a great guest. Yes, very good. Love listening to him. Hey, do you want to play What Does Sam Like Best? The only reason I'm on here is to play with the sound like best. All right. Do you want to know how we're going to play with a sound like best? <laughs> if it's one of the two or three people that are always on, then I'm not playing. Oh, no. Tonight. Go to your little, go to your little uh, room and see if you can find something. Yeah, I got Clubhouse on There's right now. I'm inviting yeah. somebody yeah. that typically right. isn't uh, on. Now, I don't. Now, usually, this guy's a city worker, so he just might be in a situation right. where he's not able city. to what, what city? jump. What city? Uh, Beachwood, Ohio. I've actually met this guy a couple times in person. He's a, a local okay. fan of the show. I've shown Got my it. celebrity to him, and he still finds me cool enough to talk to after... By the way, the city workers are uh, some of the most important people that we have. Yes. They really are. All right. Well, he's not taking the invite oh, however interesting there oh, is there is somebody Clubhouse else not working again no oh no no it's it is working he's just not the able only to take two the people invite. i know that use clubhouse are you and sean and sean yes well good news the only two joining us to play what is sam like best is joe martinez hey joe <laughs> joe are you on mute there's no way this is happening. The music is crescendoing. Hold on a second. There's there's no way this is happening because I just checked it before you let came me, on. Let me make a bold statement. No, I don't want to hear it. I checked it. 
But if I don't care, hold it on. doesn't work. Hold on. I know it works. Watch this. Six people use it and they have <laughs> Jesus Christ. John, you're there, right? Hi, Greg. See, I know it's working. But why isn't it working for Joe? Joe, are you there? Yeah. <laughs> Joe, are you there? I thought I just heard him come on. No, he's not on. I thought you said John. All right. Joe, I'm saying Joe. He's on stage. I can see him. He's got a microphone and everything. Here's, here's what we're going to do. Can, can they just not go fix that platform? Because it doesn't work. Well, I don't, I mean, I have no ability to, let's do this in order to, to keep some kind of momentum going. Let's have John play yeah. for Rod. Can we do John that? Who? John, John who? Johnny Max. He's won already. He won a book, yeah, but can John play for Rod? Yes, and I if John wins, he's not getting whatever I'm Right, giving. John understands. He knows what the deal is, but and, evidently and he's the, the way, only one that knows how to use Clubhouse. Oh, my God. God, I mean, I'm so Jeez. nervous about this. I even checked well, why it. Does my, listen, why does my shit always have to go wrong with you? I don't have an answer for that. I'm trying to be interactive. No, I'm a, doing a live show. So this is the, the thing we'll that... Find we, another platform. All right, I'll have to figure it out. Maybe next yeah. month. John, are you please, ready to play please. for uh, Rod? Viewers, would you please tell Absolutely. Greg to yeah. get rid of Clubhouse? Wait, wait. John, hold on one second. Yep. Let's just see. Maybe Joe can play for some. Joe, are you there? <laughs> well, he might be there, but... No, he's not there. I mean, he might be there in spirit, but he's definitely not there in real. All right, Dear so Johnny, Johnny is shit. here. Johnny, in 10 seconds or less, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I am the host of the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast, yep. which, Greg, again, thank you so much for taking some time out to join me two weeks ago. Yes. That was great. Um, is he Brooklyn or something? Where's he? Boston. New England. Boston. 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 You, can, you can't mark that accent, no, Sam? I, I mean, like give me a break. Words. All right. Well, here we go. That seems like it's coming on incredibly loud. Was that loud? Or is it just no. me? Maybe I have my no, earphones up you. too much. All right. Um, so, John. Clubhouse is effed up your shit. No. Nah. Uh, John is playing for Rod, who is busy working, I'm guessing. Or he's just listening and not paying attention. We're going to play What Is Sam Like Best. You're going to have to answer or give me three out of five correct. And we have to do this quickly because there's some other things that I have to ask Sam about here before I let him go and then pick up Bill Oakley to talk about the Arby's Wagyu fast food burger. <laughs> Johnny, did you try the Wagyu burger from Arby's? Yes, I did. Did you like it? Yes or no? It was a, it was an all right burger. All Nothing right. special. All right. I don't want to review. Good. Just yes or no. All right, Johnny. Uh, first question. Of the two, which does Sam like best? Spare ribs or baby back ribs? Baby back. All right, baby back. Lock them in. Sam, spare ribs or baby backs? Uh, you know what? Um, I'm kind of 50-50 on that, uh -huh. so I'll give him his baby back. We'll start him off with a yes. All right. It's up to you. You're the one supplying well, we'll the start, what do wait, you like. We'll back. start Joe off with the... Yep, Joe yes. is... Well... Johnny is playing for Rod. If we all Joe oh, tried Rod, to wait. play, but he did he couldn't get oh, his mic. Oh, now we're playing for Rod. So okay, we were so always playing for Rod. For Rod. Johnny yeah. playing for oh, Rod. Why can't Rod get on? Uh, 
Because it's clubhouse. No, because he didn't even take the... I'm not going to get into this with you. I already told you why, and then I explained why. We all agreed, and now we have John. Rod is the city worker. I asked him to come on. He never took the invite upstage. He's probably working. This why Johnny's on. Got it. Johnny's very embarrassed for you. By the way, he's not going to say, but he's very embarrassed that he has to go through. Oh, Question going. number two: We have one in the hopper. Of the two, which does Sam like best? Chicken breast or chicken wings? Oh, chicken wings. Chicken wings. All right, we'll lock him in. Sam, chicken breast or chicken wings? So listen, I'm a dark meat guy. 100% of the time. Yeah. Until now. Because I can do so much more with a uh, breast. I really, I can pound it thin. I can make it into a curry. I can do it in a soup. I mean, he didn't get that one. Oh. Yes. All right. Now we got a game. Now one we right. Have a game. And, one and by wrong. the way, I'm answering honestly. I'm, I'm not uh, doing this just to make this more fun. Of course not. Shame on anybody that's thinking that. Right. Right. So we've washed the first two. Now it's a race to get two right. Yeah, here we go. Question number three. Johnny, of the two Barbecue Central Show recurring guests, which one does Sam like best? Oh, this is not nice. Steven Reichlin or Meathead? <sighs> Steven Reichlin. Somebody's going to be All right, mad. final answer. Johnny Mag says Stephen Reichlin. Do you like Meathead or Stephen Reichlin? This, this is very difficult. That's all right. Sophie's yeah, choice. American Idol. Real American Idol. Not what you nonsense, your nonsense is. <laughs> and when I hear them say, wait, you you can't hear this, but there's a helicopter, a police helicopter outside of our place right now announcing that they're looking for somebody. Oh, dear. And I don't think it's a good somebody they're looking for. It never is. Uh, this is very, very, very difficult. Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, Stephen Reichlin because his food speaks more to me. Huh. I'm shocked. I do love the Mexican food. I love the Mexican food. Yeah, I thought it was going to be meathead. No, well, see, I like, I like to switch it up a little bit. And meathead slept through one of your... Uh, one of his we're, engagements. We're still holding that against that him? Against wow. Him. Oh, listen, Tough guy. I am my father's son. I can, my father could hold something against the guy for 40 years. Wow. All right. Well, I've already forgiven him because it was funny, and then I got to bust his balls for a little bit, and then Dude. we're over. All right, but, Johnny. But Reichlin, look, I'm 20 minutes from Mexico from where I am right now. Yes. I love his style of food. Johnny, you have two right. You have one wrong. You have two questions one of which all you need to do is get right, and you win the prize for Rod. Remember, we're playing for Rod, who wasn't able to come to the stage because he's probably working. Question number four. Johnny, between the two cheeses, which one does Sam like best? Pepper Jack or mozzarella? Mozzarella. Oh, mozzarella. All right. I wouldn't have picked that, but that's all right. Johnny's knowing Sam a little bit better than the average Joe. Sam, mozzarella or pepper jack? 
You know, uh, we've used mozzarella a few times recently, and I've been calling it mozz. That's Where's incorrect. The Put the mozz in. Let's get the mozz in. Matt's, Max goes, nobody calls it mozz. No. Matzah like, no, is a, a Jewish crack. Matzah is the, it's the thing. No, mozz. <laughs> Not matzah. Huh? Matzah. Uh, so let's see. Well, I'll turn over all the cards. Mm -hmm. My choices are pepper jack. I do love my spices. There's no question. But I'm going to go with Mott's because there's way more choices. Wow. There's the sauce. There's the dry. Uh, Unbelievable. All right. Well, Johnny, you've done it again. You seem to know Sam better than the average guy, which is great. So I will alert Rod that he's won through text message after the show tonight and uh, get a shipping address and all that bullshit. He better it over to you. be working and not on like a smoke break or something. Sure I'll, like I'll make sure I clear everything off and Thank give you, you the right information. Johnny, appreciate you coming on the show, playing for Rod you, and winning, of course. And we will, Thank of course, you, tune in to you on the Pit Life Podcast. Johnny, thanks for coming on tonight. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, Sam. And there's Johnny right there. All right. Well, that's fun. A little... What does Sam like best? Good questions again, not, right? We still haven't gotten to question good. number five in like three months, and I have the best question. I it's can't the wait. Best. Why don't you put it up? Why don't you put it up front next time? I feel like this is the question five type question. Uh, it's not a lead well, question. Listen, let me just uh, share this with uh, the audience, and they probably know this, but you're having uh, guests over for dinner. Yeah. Right. You want to do some wine-centric kind of thing. you got a really great bottle of wine. People tend to save that. Go, let's bring it out after the, the steak course yep. or the, you know, whatever. That's a mistake because at that point, people's palates are fucked up. They've had cheese. They've had the uh, Asian food. They've had appetizers. They've had the chicken. They've, their palate is not what it should be. If you're going to give somebody... Uh, as a guest in your home, a great bottle of wine or share a great scotch with them. First thing, when they walk in the door, that's when they should get it because that's when they'll appreciate it. Hmm. They won't have a polluted mouth. Won't be all jacked up from macaroni and cheese and whatever else. Carnitas and shit. Right. Hey, let's try this yeah. just to see. There's this guy, Tyler Hathaway, in the clubhouse. I'm inviting him on stage. Clubhouse? I want to see if he's going to take the bait, just so I can see if his microphone works. And that way we can just blame it on Joe Martinez. But maybe he's not interested yeah. in, in coming on. Right, well, I'll just see. I'll keep an eye on him. If see. this guy comes on, we should give him the stuff that we were going to give to the city worker, no? I don't know. Uh, Tyler, are you there? Tyler? Uh, unmute your... Unmute your microphone. Tyler, you there? Hello. Hey, there you are. Great. See, this platform does work. So there's something going on with Joe's situation. Tyler, Dude, I hate to. Uh, to Tyler. I hate to. What? Look, I love city workers, but yeah. can we give it to Tyler? Tyler didn't answer any questions. I mean, no well, offense, Tyler, right? I mean, you don't want to win a Wait, prize that you didn't city win. City workers right? didn't answer any questions. Yeah, but Johnny played for. For Rod. Fuck it. Let's give both Tyler and Rod a gift. Wait. Let's do an impromptu one question for Tyler. Get it Go right. Ahead. Winner takes it right. all. Tyler gets it right. Are you ready? He gets it. 
Wait, what, right. do you, what do you say? Gonna, he gets he gets what Rod was gonna get? No, he gets something else. You said you give him both okay. prizes. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I gotta take. Uh, Tyler, tell us a little bit about yourself, like in ten seconds. Uh, I'm a chef, restaurant owner, living in uh, Iowa. Iowa. All right. Perfect. Yeah. So what's your food, Tyler? Jesus Christ. What's his food? What's your food, Tyler? Uh, classic American stuff. You know? Classic. All right. Beef, corn, potatoes, all that fun stuff. If Greg and I showed up. All right. If one Greg question. And I showed up. One. If Greg and I showed up, what's the one thing on your menu you would make for us? Well, we're pretty famous for uh, pork tenderloins. Really oh, sorry. yes. The pork tenderloin sims. Is it the uh, like uh, Frisbee-style pork tenderloin pressed into a very Correct. small hamburger bun? It looks ridiculous. <laughs> Correct, correct. Yes, all right. I know that. Do you know mine, mine is not that one. Mine do, is not that do you know one. that sandwich, Sam? That huge pork tenderloin mm-hmm. sandwich? No? Is it uh, crispy? Yeah. Yes. I'll send you a is picture it, of it. it. It'll blow yeah, your mind. Like it's only it. out in that region of the country. It's absolutely ridiculous and delicious. Uh, right, by well, ridiculous, I mean delicious. next week on YouTube. All right. Yes. How about that, Tyler? You'll get a shout out on uh, Sam's cooking yeah, channel. Send it. Hey, Tyler, Tyler, send a picture. Okay. Send a picture and we'll uh, pimp you and we'll put it on uh, YouTube. How about that? All right. Well, all right, I'll, I'll send it your way. A one, okay, question, one question winner takes is all. This is question number five. This is question Did number five. Question number five. This is it. Holy shit. Of uh, Tyler, yes. of these two, who does Sam think is hotter? Oh, I love this one. Lucy Liu or Brenda Song. And if you're looking on video, here they are. Lucy Liu on the left. Brenda Song on the right. Who does Sam think is hotter? Oh, God. Oh, oh boy. boy. Oh, boy. One question to win a prize. Get an answer. Uh, we'll go Lucy Lou. Lucy Lou. All right. We'll lock you in. Sam, between the two, Lucy Lou and Brenda Song, as you can see right there, who's hotter? It's very close. Lucy Lou. Very close. Brenda Song. Both of them. Lucy Lou. Lucy Lou? Yes. All right. There he is. Another one. Yes. Well, only because Brenda's song looks like a mugshot. And I wonder what she just did. <laughs> you think that looks like a mugshot? It might have been a good thing. Wait, let me, let me take that back. Maybe I should go with her. Good night. It looks like a mugshot. No, you can't it? take it back now. I mean, it's... I won't take wait. it back from our boy. No way. All right, uh, Tyler, you've won on many different fronts here this evening. So all you have to do, A, is... Uh, email me, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com in the subject line, put winner, and I'll make sure that that email gets forwarded over to you. And then if you want to just attach that pork tenderloin uh, image as well, you can go ahead and uh, send that along in that email and I'll forward it to Sam. And Here's what Tyler and Rod are going to get. They're going to get a copy of Sam the Cooking Guy between the buns. All right. Which, by the way, awesome. Amazon, Amazon said a couple weeks ago was one of the best cookbooks of 2022 so far wow we look at you congratulations so that's what you have to look forward to tyler send me that info and we will make sure that it gets rooted to the right place again that's greg at the bbq central show 
com. And Sam, see, By the way, Clubhouse the right worked. Place. Clubhouse worked. Once. It worked once. Come on. It never worked. All right. Well, I didn't get to ask broke. you about any of the other stuff that I wanted to. And, of course, the official fast food reviewer of the Barbecue Central Show, Bill Oakley, is already in the green room ready to go here. So, Sam, I thank you for coming on, we'll playing two versions. Time. We'll talk about beer with your cousin next time. It's going to be great. Yes. So I'll ask you about that huge knife that you're wielding. I'll talk to you about two yes. garlic. You know you're, you know you're getting stuff. one. That's right. It's coming right. to you. Looking forward to that, Where Sam. Always appreciate the time, it. and we will. Uh, so it won't man. be August, but we'll see you in September when we do it because you'll be, be out of country. I got to. I got to take a month off. You, right. you don't care the reason. I don't. But uh, you don't. It's meaningless to you, but it's important to me. So right. Good. f you. All right, f me. That's right. We'll leave it on that note. F me. There's Sam, the cooking guy, right there. Thecookingguy.com is his website. So make sure that you are following him. And if you're not over there on YouTube, subscribe. Almost 4 million of you already are, but search for him, Sam the Cooking Guy on YouTube, and subscribe if you aren't already. Before we get to Bill, I'll talk to you about Primo Grills. What do we love about ceramic cookers? We love that they are fuel efficient. We love that you can achieve low and slow temperatures for traditional barbecue meats. We also love that they can get rip-roaring hot for high-temperature grilling of steaks and other thin cuts of meat. But what's missing in the everyday lineup of ceramic cookers, the real ability to do true two-zone cooking. Two-zone cooking, very important to both professional and backyard cooks alike. It's the best way to manage a fire and cook with confidence. However, getting a two-zone fire and a round ceramic cooker, not very realistic. Why? Because it's round. And a Primo Grill and their game-changing oval design, the shape gives you the ability to execute the two-zone setup that you desire. It also gives you the other ceramic grill benefits as well. Really, when you break it down, there's more than 60 different ways to cook on the Primo Oval Ceramic Cooker. They have the best ceramics in the biz. They have patented technology, true two-zone cooking capabilities, multiple sizes, and a host of accessories to complete the Primo Grill cooking experience. Again, sold through dealers only, so find one near you, primogrill.com. That's primogrill.com. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram, and we'll be back with Bill Oakley right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show, presented by the Ryder Deluxe Pellet Grills from Oklahoma Joe's. Let's get back to a guy who has more experience giving you his opinion than he actually has cooking. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. And the segment brought to you by the company that was getting uh, protested during the competitive eating Smithfield, the Nathan's Hot Dog Contest. Head to smithfield.com right now for recipes as well as tips and tricks from well-known live fire cooks like Darren Wharf, Jess Priles, and Charles Cridlin. Mouthwatering flavor, no artificial ingredients. Smithfield Fresh Pork is quite simply some of the finest pork money can buy and the trusted choice of top cooks for use at competitions and at home. My next guest tonight and coming out of the bullpen is an accomplished fast food reviewer on social media, specifically Instagram at that Bill Oakley. And we're going to be talking about a number of fast food topics here this evening during our time. So we race to the Oklahoma Joe's pellet grill hotline and welcome back friend of the show, Bill Oakley. Hey, Bill. Hello. It's great to be back. Great to have you back and very excited to talk to you about some of these 
newer fast food items. Before we get to those, Bill, as somebody who is really fashioning himself as being the leading authority of both eating fast food and then reviewing it within those minute clips that Instagram is giving you and really finding that niche, is it tough to keep up with what's being released? And have you reached a pinnacle to a degree of where now, whether it be through the direct companies themselves or their media arm saying, hey, Bill, be on the lookout, or we wanted to let you be the first to know that we're going to be bringing out X, Y, and Z? Uh, no. It, well, first of all, it's not difficult to keep up because there's not that much, there, you know, there actually is only a, f I don't have, it's, I don't, I don't live in Florida or Texas where there are a thousand different fast food chains. I live in Oregon where we only have about 12. So it's not that hard to keep up with the things coming out from Burger King, Pizza Hut, McDonald's, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I should also say that it is, however, hard to keep up with snacks. I also not, I don't do just fast food. I also do snack food and that there's an avalanche of that stuff every day. Novelty stuff coming out from every company in the world, ice cream companies, uh, Cheetos, Doritos, Mountain Dew, all that stuff. That's hard to keep up with. Um, so some of it I don't even try. Um, and as far as the companies go, I think I've been cut off most of their lists, which is the way I want it because I'm a critic. <laughs> you know, uh -huh. I, don't give, I don't give them all good reviews. There's a few companies, God bless them, that still invite me to things or whatnot. Um, but as time goes on, there isn't a single comp there isn't a single fast food chain that I haven't reviewed negatively in some way. And sure. I think they realize that it's not worth sending me stuff <laughs> if I'm going to criticize it because I have to keep my journalistic integrity, so yeah. to speak. Well, plus you have a proliferation on social media of people that are willing to do shit for free and sacrifice any ethics or moral compass and just say how great it is with whatever following that they have so they can get something for free. I've always, my mantra and my passion now, especially in the live fire industry, is telling people, hey, forget all that. Tell these people if you have any influence over anybody, you want to get paid, you want money, and you give me that free thing on top of that. But pay me first so we can raise the ships that are in this uh, ocean of non-pay because that has become such a standard that I hate. You know, I don't bring sponsors on the show that don't pay me. You're going to pay me first. We're going to agree on all the stuff that I'm going to do and, and how we're going to partner together. But that's part of being a professional. Like what separates somebody that's not a professional and a professional getting paid. So that's why we're professional. That's why you're a professional. Give me a break. Very true. I, I feel like they, uh, you know, I, I don't solicit things from these companies, uh, but when they arrive, if I, 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 tend, I have fun with them, but I don't let them influence my opinion. Bill, 4th of July was yesterday. A lot of the usual hot dogs and hamburgers were consumed across the country. So two-part question to lead off here before we get into the Arby stuff. What's the best commercial brand of hot dog and pre-made hamburger in your opinion? I'm glad you asked me this. Uh, the best hot dog brand that I've ever had is A&H, which is Abel's and, and Heyman. And it's out of New York. It's been around for, for decades, but it's only been local. Uh, they started selling it in Trader Joe's a couple oh. summers ago, but I haven't seen it this year. And I'm a little worried they lost their deal with Trader Joe's, hmm. but A&H hot dogs, if you Google them, they also have a full line of sausages and things like that. Right behind them is Feltman's. And Feltman's is another brand from New York that was originally the brand sold on Coney Island. Uh, you know, Nathan of Nathan's worked at Feltman's back. It was the original like hot dog emporium in like the 1860s. So they've, they've gotten that recipe back and it's really good. I love those. But honestly, those are both hard to find. So I get Hebrew National, which is a very solid kosher hot dog. Everyone in the family loves it. 
Um, and those are the three brands that I rely on whenever I can't get it. As far as fat pre-made hamburgers, I haven't really found any pre-made hamburgers that I love. Um, I always make them by hand with just 80%, you know, ground beef. And I, and, and I think that, that they've always tasted just a little bit better. Um, I don't like the necessarily the proportions of the pre-made hamburgers. I prefer to make a smash burger as well when I'm, well, when I'm frying the burger. Um, and that requires, you know, it requires a certain amount of texture to be able to smash down. So I don't buy a lot of pre-made burgers. You ever had a Bubba burger? I have. I think I had one about 10 years ago and I thought it was fine. Um, I don't know if they're one of your sponsors, but no. <laughs> if so, I, I, I didn't love it as much as a, as a regular burger, handmade burger. Uh, where is the best hot dog that you can get restaurant wise? Where would you travel to get a hot dog? If you could it's go so anywhere? hard, I would probably go to New York mm-hmm. and get them from one of those places like Papaya King. I think the last one just went out of business this week, though, um, where they've been making ham- hot dogs, you know, nonstop for about a hundred years. Um, places like that. I don't. There aren't any. There aren't. You know, Wiener Schnitzel is the only fast food chain that sells a hot dog. Other than Five Guys has a pretty decent hot dog that is a uh, done on the grill that they split and fry on the grill. Um, I prefer a steamed. You know, if I could go to one place, it would be Portillo's. I've never been to Portillo's in Chicago, that chain, but they have the Chicago hot dogs, one of my favorite foods, um, as well as the Chicago Italian beef and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, I would like somebody to uh, to fly me to a Portillo's. <laughs> what about best hamburger? If you could go anywhere to get a hamburger, do you have one of those? There's a number of different places that I have been where, uh, you know, the hamburger, we're we talking about a chain or we're we talking about a local place. Yeah, just wherever, wherever you would go that okay. you think has the best. The, the best cheeseburger i mean the bit like i'm not talking about a weird burger here i'm talking about a regular burger that's kind of like fast food constructed is is in uh, santa monica california at a place called high ho cheeseburger that makes basically what is this modeled regular standard kind of in and out burger type burger but it's in every way ex- ex- far better than than what you've normally had it's just like they per- they've perfected it somehow and i know there's other places too that i haven't been to but um that's the one that i would that I would make an effort to get back to. Uh, Bill Oakley joining us here on the show. You can find him on Instagram at that Bill Oakley, uh, 36,000 plus followers currently, which is very impressive. So last time you were on, Bill, we talked a bit about Arby's flavored vodka, but tonight let's talk about this burger, fast food burger <laughs> sweeping the nation, did a very good job on commercials and promotion. The Wagyu burger. They even had Ving Rhames saying Wagyu. I think uh, I don't think they were trying to pronounce it correctly. I think they were trying to play it up a little bit. So I assume you've tried it. I had I tasked my embedded correspondence uh, last month to try at least one time because I know there were a couple different variations. Seventy five percent of us took a shit on it. Twenty five percent of us loved the shit out of it. What do you think? I was disappointed. Um, the, here's the thing about this burger. Like I, by the way, I don't want to fill the whole segment up with this burger. So stop me if I go on. Cause I could go on for 20 <laughs> minutes about this particular <laughs> burger. Um, they build it as a Wagyu burger, but it was really 48% Wagyu or something like that. And, and what I've also heard is that it wasn't actually even Wagyu, that it was this Wangus 
I'm sure you know, you guys, your, li your listeners know Wangus, which, which is a funny sounding word, but it's a combination of Wangus. <laughs> so there was actually somebody already starting a class action lawsuit against them. Of course. It showed up on, somebody sent me a photo of their ad. Like if you had the Arby's Wagyu burger, you may be eligible for a settlement, whatever. So that's, so, because I guess that they missed, they billed it as Wagyu when it wasn't, or it wasn't the right proportion, something like that. Anyway, so I went out there. Yes, I'm a huge fan of Arby's generally. And I uh, was eager to get this, but what, uh, but honestly, I was disappointed. And I'll tell you why. It was basically just like the kind of burger that you get at a, not as good, honestly, as the burger you get at Applebee's or Chili's or a place like that, that was just kind of average and very forgettable. Uh, the meat in particular was lacking in flavor. And I think everyone who listens to your show will know that you gotta, you gotta grill a burger or fry it to get the Maillard reaction. This burger was not cooked that way. It was cooked sous vide, like in plastic pouches at some factory. Then it was shipped to Arby's where they would dip those pouches in the fryer for several minutes to heat up the burger and then put the pouch in the micro or take it out of the microwave and put it, put it in the microwave to melt the cheese. So this thing had been through a number of different steps, none of which were really guaranteed to make it tasty. Um, the toppings were fine. I like all those toppings I, and I like the buns. Um, but the burger itself just was like beating, eating like it was eating like slightly beef flavored ground cardboard. Um, and which I felt was a disappointment given the Arby's has such a great re reputation. And, you know, honestly, they don't have a grill in Arby's. Apparently they only, they, they can only fry these things or whatever. So it was a nice try, but it, it didn't live up to the hype, which was immense. I was shocked the minute I saw it hit the TV. And of course I immediately texted out to the guys and said, Hey, get this done in the next three weeks because we're going to review it at the end of the month. Why shouldn't we? Because Wagyu is like all the rage everywhere or Wangus or whatever. And uh, not only did I not have any expectation, somehow not having expectation, it was actually came in below that because there's wow. a, a local chain that's right next to this Arby's that I go to five seconds from my house called Swenson's. It's a like a car hop type place widely revered. Yes, that's the home of the Galley Boy yes, burger. Yes, the, the Galley Boy burger. Number one fast food burger Look, I'm trying to try. Bill, let me tell you something. Uh, I have no hate on Swenson's. They've built a very big local chain here. They have a fan base that is blindly rabid because the food is as average as it fucking gets. And these people cannot see the forest through the trees. They will not call it what it is. Average fast food at best. That Swenson's burger, whatever a comparable size to that Wagyu Arby's would be, is 5 to $6 or less. It is about as satisfactory. And I have more money in my pocket if I go to Swenson's. And I'm not nearly as disappointed because I already have an expectation at Swenson's. Somehow not having an expectation at Arby's left me still disappointed somehow with how lacking this Wagyu burger was. And again, I agree with you. When you don't have a grill, when it's not part of your wheelhouse, why are you even introducing this in the first place? There are 7 billion hamburger chains, independents, regional chains, local chains, all doing a pretty average to better than average and great hamburger. Why jump in to the fray? Is it just a marketing thing just to get some hype for Arby's going? Yeah, there's money to be made. That's why everything is done in business <laughs> like that. You know, they, they, they got people into the restaurant and the people probably all ordered other things. They ordered curly fries, they ordered Jamocha shakes, and it got people, it got to raise people's curiosity level and got them into the restaurant, which mm -hmm. is 
half the battle, if not more these days with the fast food marketing. I mean, Taco Bell, nobody beats Taco Bell in terms of stirring up a lot of online hype for stuff that really isn't all that spectacular. Bill Oakley joining us here on the show. So we both agree that uh, the Wagyu burger missed the mark for both of our palates and uh, the other 50% of my embedded correspondence. Uh, Rusty, the guy from Utah, Absolutely. is the one that loved it, but whatever. Um, outside of the Arby's, there's a new frosty flavor at Wendy's. Um, I've become accustomed to just the chocolate frosty, but recently there's been an appearance of a strawberry frosty. So what can you tell us about this effort? This really shocked me with how good it was. Um, I, I tend to think that a lot of strawberry stuff tastes like strawberry quick, like powder. And if they use powder for this, just give me more powder. I don't think they did. I believe what from, from what I understand about the creation of this, they bought a lot of strawberries at, at Wendy's. They also have a strawberry summer salad, which is very good. Mm -hmm. And they have some sort of strawberry puree that they mix into the vanilla frosty. Um, and making this, this was one of the most delicious strawberry dessert things I've ever had. Wow. And I hope that they still have it. They probably will have it for a few more weeks. I imagine it's definitely something you should check out. If you like strawberry ice cream, things like that. Like I would say this was, and this was delivered too, by the way, like I bet if you got it right out of the place, it'd be even better, but it really blew me away. And I, I don't generally give fast food desserts high ratings, but this had a real tang, strawberry tang that really <laughs> I loved. All right, so that's one that we're suggesting here tonight. Go try the Strawberry Frosty over at Wendy's. And then a fast food place that I would prefer burger-wise, Burger King. A lot of people take a dump on Burger King. Uh, you usually have a McDonald's and a Burger King very close in proximity to each other, and the McDonald's drive through line is always substantially larger than the Burger King drive through line, at least, here, at least here in the greater metropolitan Cleveland area. I'm not sure if that's the same for you out there in the Pacific Northwest. But they have a... Southwestern Bacon Whopper. So a, another iteration of really one of my favorite uh, fast food burgers, just the Whopper. A Whopper with cheese, no onions is one of my favorite all-time burgers. When I was at college, Thursdays were dollar Whopper night, and we'd go up and get six or seven, uh, you know, sub-10 bucks oh, at fries at a Coke, and you were in hog heaven. And then you were paying for it later, but it was still great eating. The I agree with you. The Whopper, I think, is one of the best fast food burgers. Burger King, the problem with Burger King, unlike the, these other places, it only has a few really good items, one of which is the chicken sandwich, the chicken. Yeah. Some of which are like th throwback nostalgia items, like their other chicken sandwich from the 70s and stuff. And and But the Whopper and the chicken sandwich are the only things that are really, that would really get you to drive to the restaurant. And I love the Whopper. And I'm happy to see they're doing so many variations on it. I think that they have some new pre people in charge who are trying to do variations on the Whopper. Um, and this one was the first one i believe and it was it was really good i thought this was i actually thought this was great it's basically a whopper with some sort of avocado-y sauce on it mm. and a whole bunch of tortilla strips in the middle and also a spicy sauce and like as you eat if you start around the edges it just kind of tastes like a regular whopper which is good but the more you get into the center of it where that stuff is piled up the more you're like "Ooh, i like this and i, I honestly loved it i would love to have another one it comes in the standard vari varieties, like the impossible version, the junior version, and like the, the double version uh, as well. So I would recommend people give that a try. And talk about cost, dollar, eight seventy nine for this thing, at least here. Wow. As like, that's the most expensive fast food burger I've ever seen. That, and that's not the meal. That's the burger. What do you think about, uh, this is a completely left field question, but when you see the stuff on television, it looks one way. 
And it just seems like there's not near the amount of care put into actually constructing it on the consumer side. Is there any ability or is it just up to the franchisee, uh, franchisee's owner to hold a strict accountability on construction and appearance to make it look at least somewhat like they show you on television? Because routinely I'm disappointed in how messy it is. My guess is no. My guess is that the the that they don't care at all about how it looks. They just get them out the door as fast as possible. Is the is the rule there? I mean, you, you know how TV commercials are made. Somebody spends six hours styling the burger with a hair dryer and all this other stuff to make it look, you know, look to make it putting cotton balls underneath it to puff it up. So, like we, I think we all know that that's fake. Um, and I've never. There's only a few places where the food looks anything like what it would look in a photo. In and Out Burger being one of them. Because it, it's a pretty simple type of burger. Um, otherwise, it, or the Big Mac, maybe. But like uh, otherwise, food just is not, we're not used to it looking like it looks on TV. Outside of the fast food, snack-wise, what's on your radar right now is being hot to eat, things we should give a try? If you can find them, the Old Bay Pepperidge Farm Goldfish Ooh. are amazing. Um, I don't really like Pepperidge Farm Goldfish, but these are something else. I'm a big fan of Old Bay seasoning being from Maryland oh, originally. Totally, yeah. uh, and it is, uh, but these have a buttery, not a cheddary flavor, a buttery flavor, but the Old Bay, best goldfish I've ever had. They, I, they seem to be hard to find anywhere anymore. Um, also, we got all these Mountain Dews coming out. I'm not hearing any of them are particularly good. They got like 10 different ones this summer. Um, what else can I think of? That's pretty much, I mean, there's not a huge number. There's some Lay's. There's some Canada always has a lot more variety of stuff like that than we do. Some mashups coming out in Canada, but nothing on the snack horizon that really, that's really that exciting at the moment. Have you ever had the Utz seafood seasoned potato chips? UTZ? The crab chip. Yeah, the crab yeah, chip. I, I know Utz because it's from Maryland and people, you can oh. still buy those out here occasionally. Yeah. So I do get them. They're excellent. Oh, they're But great. what I really like is the hers one hers it's oh. h-e-r-r-s pronounced yes hers. i know those yep uh, we don't have that out here we don't have those out here either but people mail me them from time to time i love all their chips they seem to put like twice as much seasoning on the chips as every other company which i like and they have old bay they are not only old bay brand potato chips but old bay brand cheese puffs oh. as well oh. which are excellent so that is uh yeah if you're in an area where they have hers you don't take it for granted because we don't have that and, and i every time i go somewhere like wawa is what you guys have wawa there no not here the convenience store chain you know from like pennsylvania and stuff like that there's so they have so much stuff like that I, I, everyone takes it for granted or people in texas who have bucky's things like that we don't have any of that here and i would love to be able to <laughs> eat there more frequently Breaking down the snacks and the fast foods as only he can. It's Bill Oakley. You can follow him over on Instagram at that Bill Oakley. Bill, always appreciate the time. Thanks for coming on tonight. My pleasure. There he is, Bill Oakley, right there. All guests appear via the Oklahoma Joe's Rider Deluxe Pellet Grills Hotline. Follow him on Instagram if you're not doing it right now, and hopefully you were taking notes on the snack foods to find. And, of course, Bill, a fast food scholar like John and Doug are with me saying Arby's burger. No, we'll, we'll pass on that. It's all the same. A little overhyped. Of course. I don't even think about that. You do a crappy burger under the ruse that it's a really good fancy boy burger or gal just to get people in the restaurant. I didn't think about that. But it makes perfect sense now. Smart Smarter people than me continue to be out there. 
And that's why I am where I am on the internet. We thank Bill Oakley for joining us. Before we close out the show, I'm talking to you about week two with David Leans and me. David McDowell, davidleans.com slash BBQ. Sign up right now and join me as I start to lean out and rip up. I had my first check-in with David. New round of pictures, new round of counseling. Talked about some new menu items, what I'm doing during the week, water amounts, step goals assigned, how much working out I'm doing and how that's all translating into making a more ripped up and lean me. Am I looking to lose 50 pounds, 60 pounds? Stuff? No. But maybe 10 pounds, but more than weight loss. It's just reining in the ridiculous non-self-monitoring of eating. And then as I'm starting to work out and lean out a little bit because I'm getting away from all the crap, do I have some cheat days? Yes. Are they worked into the plan? Yes. Is it working for me? So far, so good. And something I'm able to stick to. But as I lean out, then we can start to get the muscle build and the ripping or the shredding, I think, as those people say. So it's working out great for me. And again, uh, investing $200 a month in me, you can do it too. Join me and we can track it together. DavidLeans.com. That's DavidLeans.com. And he's as available as he says he is through text, through videos, through emails. He's always there to respond and give you options and answer questions if you have them davidleans.com slash bbq to sign up right now do it with me we're back to wrap the show right after this stick around we'll be right back you're listening to the barbecue central show presented by the rider deluxe pellet grills from oklahoma joe's whole packers full racks legs and thighs injecting butts if you've never heard this before you might think you found the best triple x show ever let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today craig Rimpy. and we thank bill oakley for joining me last segment back in the day watches were made to be worn in the pocket after world war ii wrist watches came into vogue pocket watches quickly became an afterthought finding their ways into sock drawers scrap heaps and that's a tragedy Luckily, Vortic Watch enters the fray, helping bring the gap between America's storied watch manufacturing past and bridging it to present day, where wristwatches are finding incredible popularity once again. Here's the coolest part about the Vortic Watch. Each one that they make is unique, one of a kind. Nobody will have the exact watch that you have. Founded on the motto that America wasn't assembled, it was built. Check out VorticWatches.com for more information. There we go. Let's get out all the way back in the first hour. Malcolm Reed rejoined us for the first Tuesday of the month regular segment. He was off last month, but he was back in better than ever in the first hour. Then we talked with Rusty Monson, and we both found out who American Idol Season 3 winner was of the Barbecue Central Show's edition, and it happened to be me. And that means Barbecue Central Idol is over. I said it. Once I win the contest, I will scrub it from ongoing seasons. But before I make that final decision, Rusty agreed I should stick with it. We'll ask John and Doug as the betting correspondent at the end of the month just to make sure. Nobody has any differing opinions, but it looks like it's on the way out. Much reveled by all of the central lights, I'm sure. Then we moved to the second hour. Sam the Cooking Guy joined me. We played not one, but two rounds of what does Sam like best. 
both winners. Johnny Maggs won for Rod Schrader, who's a city worker over here in Beachwood, Ohio. And then uh, Tyler came in and won a one-question who's hotter, Lucy Liu or Brenda Song. And Lucy Liu took the cake, and now he wins a copy of Sam's new book, Between the Bugs. And then we closed it out with fast food and snack expert, official reviewer of this show, Bill Oakley, at thatbilloakley on Instagram. He says the Wagyu burger from Arby's is a dumper, and there's a, a bunch of better ones. But he did say the Strawberry Frosty at Wendy's is a complete get. So you want to try that out. And the Whopper, the new Southwest Whopper, Bacon Whopper, is an absolute get as well. So we thank him for joining. Big show planned for you next week. It's the second Tuesday, so Meathead is here, and Robert Moss is here, amongst others. So how do I always leave you? September 11, 2001. I will never forget until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. This is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Reppy. Good night now. Hi, this is Stover, the barbecue hunk. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Have a hunky day.